Ladies and gentlemen, a statement from Pete Blackburn. Earlier this week, I had a regrettable and unfortunate lapse of judgment for which I want to apologize. I have long promised myself that I would not sink so low as to get outraged and emotionally triggered by the Golden Globes, an award show that we all really know doesn't actually mean anything. And yet, this past Sunday night, I allowed myself to enter a blackout rage after the tremendously unspectacular and completely undeserving Bohemian Rhapsody won Best Picture in the Drama category. While I do not regret my seething scorn of Bohemian Rhapsody, a film that's emotional peak features a despondent Freddie Mercury dolefully saying, Ayo, to a stranger, just seconds after being diagnosed with AIDS, I am angry at myself for how wholeheartedly unprepared I was for the rewarding of such garbage by the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Admittedly, at some point, I may have tricked myself into believing that the Globes held a shred of dignity and self-respect, and, that no- and that's nobody's fault but my own. I was raised and educated better than that to be so naive. All I can ask for is forgiveness from anyone who was unfortunate enough to find themselves in the path of my emotional self-destruction, and I can promise to you, and myself, that I will work on becoming better and stronger each day to ensure that this will never happen again. This is a teachable moment that I will carry with me to the end of time. And although I, I will never be able to forgive the Hollywood Foreign Press, hopefully I will one day be able to forgive myself. Thank you. Brunch! Hit it, boys! I'd like to give you a nickname, Brave Pete, because that was very brave. Thank you very much. It was Sunday. Not easy. Let's, you know what? Let's talk about Sunday. Let's, <laughs> let's have a talk about Sunday. Um, I, I tried to run. I did. I tried to run from uh, Sunday. I, I made plans to not be in my home, not be near televisions, uh, for the inauguration months ago, years ago, I don't know how long Trump decades, was president. honestly, it was, it was, it was a really long time ago. Uh, I went to a spin class so as to not be around, uh, screens. That was, I, I tried to get away from it. So Sunday I took a similar approach. Uh, I didn't go to spin class. I had already gone that morning. I'm not going to go twice in a day. I'm not, what am I? The right. Hulk. Right. What am I? The Hulk. So I, I, I made plans to, uh, to just go out and as the night went on, I found myself, uh, in a bar and someone pointed out, Hey, the, the, the globes are on the go, the, the globes. So they call. Did you love them with the, the globes? They're, they're, they're doing movies. And I said, Hey, this, that's not what this is about. And, uh, I sat there and I said, you know what? The sound was off. Touch tunes was going. I was, I was spinning the hits, but I eventually it, it kind of, I I'm reading lips suddenly. I'm eager to see what's going on. And I saw Ray Malik win, uh, for best actor, which really upset me. Honest. And, and honestly, and, and, and don't dead do this, seriousness. Don't say the, it, it's just the lesser of two evils. It's not, it a, it's not bad. It's still bad. It's, it's still, it's. I, I was willing to let that one go. I was willing to let it go. Remy Malik was was. He seems like a nice guy. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. And I thought that he was the best part of that movie. Um. And I know that you were, you didn't feel too strongly about his performance. I will say. Well, I did feel strongly about it. <laughs> that's true. Uh. I, I was willing to let that one go because again, it's the Golden Globes. It does not matter. Mm. And at least he was. He, at least he was good, in my opinion. Um, and I'm fine with giving all I wanted to do again, all I wanted was them for, for them not to reward garbage at the golden globes. And I felt that that's what they did with best picture. I can't say the same about best actor. I thought there was definitely uh, more deserving candidates, but I was, I was willing to let it pass. I mean, they gave the, the, the wife to go to Glenn close for best actress. I haven't seen that movie, but I bet she wasn't better than Melissa McCarthy. That's a, Terrible argument to make because you haven't seen one of them. But Pete, I've got to say, <laughs> uh, I've seen I've seen three movies in the last calendar week. Two of them 
featured better Freddie Mercury performances than Rami Malek. The one was Lin-Manuel Miranda and Mary Poppins. Yes, he was way more Freddie Mercury-like than Rami Malek was as Freddie Mercury. And then one of the guys in The Favorite. The, uh, the, there's only two guys in The Favorite, but the, the one that she doesn't marry. Okay, yeah. That other yeah. guy was, I think he was, I'm pretty sure that guy was the lead singer of The Struts anyway. So I was <laughs> like, that's, uh, that's a better Freddie Mercury. I think that's uh, Nicholas Holt. Is he, it? Yeah, he was in. Um, he was the guy in Mad Max. The, oh yes, that's yeah. why I looked familiar. But yeah. he also looked familiar because he kind of looked like the guy from the Struts. <laughs> yes. So uh, I think we'll move forward with him being bootleg guy from the Struts. <laughs> I actually thought that he was quite good in that movie. We'll talk about both of those movies. But when I mean, I was annoyed enough when Remy Malik won, but when Bohemian Rhapsody won, I like. I almost want to see the footage of myself because I, I basically like my whole, like my body didn't faint, but like my face did. It was, it's like a real out of body uh, experience. Yeah. It was, again, Golden Globes don't matter. I didn't care about watching the Golden Globes. And really when I intentionally didn't watch the Golden Globes, it wasn't because I didn't want to get annoyed by Things there, I didn't want to get triggered because I was like, nothing can happen in the Golden Globes that'll make it. like the 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 Grammys are the lions, right? The lions don't concern themselves with the opinions of sheep. Yes, yes, right. Which I can't imagine lions know that sheep have opinions, <laughs> or that lions know what opinions are, or that lions so that's are, why they don't. Or that lions are just like, yeah, I don't care what that guy thinks. What if lions are like the sweetest, most considerate uh, species in the world? Maybe they do consider just getting but, a bad rap, but uh, yeah, I, I just don't. I thoroughly don't care about the Golden right. Globes and, because they don't matter. Right, and at the start of the night, I I literally told myself I was like, all right, don't get too worked up. None of this really matters. Mm. It's whatever, and and I I didn't. I enjoyed the show. Like I didn't think too much about the winners and stuff like that until the very end, and the very end just really triggered me because there is no way that you can have like a professional critic's opinions of movies. And look at the, those movies that were nominated and say that Bohemian Rhapsody was the best one. As, and especially the best drama. I don't understand. Like, did, did they think that they were being woke by being like, oh, Queen, Freddie Mercury, gay icon and everything. Because it was a movie that kind of did a disservice, I would say, to his homosexuality. Like, it was a movie about a gay icon they got kind of was by his girlfriend. Of, no, like the, like the movie was like ashamed of him being gay. The way that they totally danced around it and like were were in very few ways overt. Who and not to use the the word necessarily as like a gay term, but Freddie Mercury was flamboyant in everything he did, and he they really mean. did not make him right. <laughs> and they really, really did not uh, play to that at all. Like that no. that movie just did. Such a disservice to him, and it, it's so weird watching Brian May and being like, "I hate you, Brian May." It's <laughs> yeah. like I hate what you've done. Right. I hate who you've become. Right. It's like if I was like a kid, I'd like yell at my parents and be like, "I hate you, mom." And like deep down, let me you tell know. you, I am crazy about yeah. my mom. Yeah. I love my mom so much. I love Brian May like more than anything. But in this moment. I and do hate you. I've like I've had a falling out with with Brian May. He's just it's just terrible seeing him go up there and kind of reap the the rewards of of this terrible work he's done. But gotta say, and I tweeted this: Roger Taylor looked delicious. Did you see? He, no. He had he his he had a mustache that was just like very like well well groomed. I don't know what he what, what he's up to there, but. Looked great, and I hated I hated so many different aspects of this win, um, and one of them was the fact that Mike Myers is is like now like Ugh. a central part of this yeah. acceptance and things like that. Like he, I saw the video afterwards backstage where he was giving like this speech about every how everything's come full circle with him. And I know that we've talked about that before, but like, dude, your you role in that you want movie come full circle sucked. when you make it up. Yeah. Like your your role was fucking fake. Your entire plot line was completely generated for the sake of screen, which I know that a lot of movies do that. My biggest issue with this movie is that they didn't need to fucking right. make shit up. And that goes back to our uh, initial Bohemian Rhapsody takedown episode. A lot of people, because I've, I've been getting this shit on Twitter, people were like, 
uh, you realize that based on a true story doesn't mean like shop for shop, blah, blah. I'm like, cool. Yeah. That's because this true story isn't as fucking cool yeah. as the one that they make. Yeah. How is this story cooler than the story of queen? Again, YouTube, any sort of, uh, like documentary on a night at the opera or a day at the races, anything that they recorded or just uh, interviews with Freddie Mercury and, or the, the live aid performance. And you'll just be blown away. Queen rock Montreal, any of those things. They could have just done that. And live and the actual performance of Live Aid is the only thing that they seemingly wanted to get right, and they kind of put all their effort into doing that. Which sweet, that was really cool, but it was too late. Yeah, you know how I know it was too late because it was literally the last thing they showed you. They showed you every bad <laughs> and the, thing in and the, the world. First thing. They showed him, I think, walking out. Yeah, which was actually pretty impressive because. Uh, According to the movie, his AIDS was so bad at that point, <laughs> which true. he didn't have. Yeah. He did not have AIDS at that point. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, they 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 wheeled him out. Yes. with he did not have AIDS. Uh, and like, so like my anger here, and I don't want to make it seem like I I'm telling people that they can't enjoy the movie. If you like the movie, fine, whatever. Like I'm going to think lesser of you mm-hmm. if you enjoyed that movie. But I I understand that there's like a pretty split reaction on it based on off of like viewer score and stuff like that. Uh, and, and I get it. Like if you're going into that movie, you just want to watch people fucking dance around and play queen on screen. You're not going to see him dance that much though. That's true. (laughs) You're not even going to see dancing. If you just want to look at, at somebody pretend to be queen for like two hours on on the screen while you listen to some, some actual queen music, fine, whatever. Like there's a good chance you would have been happy with whatever bullshit was, was Mm -hmm. on the screen in that movie for two hours, whatever. You're allowed to like bad movies. I like bad movies. Uh, but if you can't recognize that that was the absolute worst movie in that category, oh yeah, then you you're a fucking dumbass. That's like, like that, that is literally something you need to be able to di- to associate the two. Where it's like I like this bad movie and saying like it did not deserve best picture. Oh god, I mean like there's a reason why when we do our when we're talking about like, movies that we think will be nominated and everything. Right. I, I'm, not, I'm not putting my Paddington. favorite movies. We're not yeah. talking about Mama well, Mia I am too. saying Paddington. Should We're be. not <laughs> to, like I. I was never legitimately saying like Happy Death Day should be not like you can love a movie that you know on some levels is cheap or corny yeah. or bad. So or, here's the thing: you can say that that Bohemian Rhapsody was your favorite movie of the year. Hmm. You cannot say that Bohemian Rhapsody was the best movie of the year. If you think that Bohemian Rhapsody was the best movie of the year. You didn't see enough movies. And that's something on which I reflected the next day. Like, and when I just got after my initial rage, I was like, how could a person, and again, I am the calm down about a star is born person. How could a person possibly see those two movies and not only think a star is born is way better than Bohemian Rhapsody, but not think one of these is a movie what the hell is this other thing? Yeah. Like that—that that is how big the gap is between those two. And uh, I mean, it sucks. Golden Globes are trash. Again, I didn't watch, so I don't really know anything else from the Golden Globes other than. Uh, and the Golden Globes uh, kind of divvies up the. They, they get more specific. They'll do best uh, picture for drama versus yeah. best picture for comedy or whatever. Uh, and. Grammy or the Oscars will really just uh, tell you how they really feel, which I appreciate. Uh, One thing I've realized as I've been just from seeing a glimpse of that and as I'm uh, starting to knock off movies that I think will be nominated, uh, best actress years are, it's either like all or nothing. It's either like, okay, it's obvious Julianne Moore is going to win for Still Alice or you're like, man, it could be anybody this year. I I want Melissa McCarthy to win. I hope that she does. But this year, I think that Best Actress is like the category because it's going to be packed. Who else is in there for you? Uh, the woman from The Favorite was great. She won yes. the Golden Globes. Yeah, she was awesome. Uh, Melissa McCarthy, Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga. Too, uh, yeah, those are like that. That's so. That's really like the kind of the three-headed three, yeah. race. But still, like with. With uh, individual awards, so like actor, actress, supporting actress, supporting actress, it's usually it's usually down to like two or three people. Yeah. This has like three, I think, 
kind of knockout performances that I wouldn't be surprised if any of those three won. And now that I think about it, Carrie Mulligan in uh, in Wildlife was unbelievable too. Oh really? So I would not be shocked if she got a nom. I still have to see Wildlife. That that's got like a soup. That's the hundred on Rotten Tomatoes movie. Is it? I didn't know. I didn't know. Is it was that Ben high, Foster it was, in it? No, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is. What's what's one with Ben Foster? There's uh, one with uh, Ben Foster that Wildlife's ninety four in Rotten Tomatoes right now. Maybe uh, it is that movie, and Ben Foster's just not in any of these. movies. Probably not. <laughs> which is crazy because Ben Foster's in uh, a lot of movies. Uh, who do you? What do you think is going to win Best uh, Lucas Hedges movie? Ah, uh, hopefully not uh, Boy Erased because I didn't like Boy Erased. Did you see it? Yeah. When did that come out? Um, a couple months ago, I think. Like I saw, oh. I saw it as part of a double feature. Oh, it was Wildlife and Boy Erased. Really? Yeah. You entered a double. F- oh, you, like you did like a manual double feature. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. It wasn't like, hey, you watch these two very different movies. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, I wasn't crazy about Boy Erased. Uh, but he's in that uh, Ben is back one. That's true. Has that come out yet? I don't know. I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Uh, I mean, I. Am annoyed that it actually um, has mid nineties. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's out right now. Nice. Uh, mid nineties isn't getting the love that I wanted to, and uh, what's it called isn't getting the love I wanted to. A simple favor, but can't have everything. Right. I mean, we're busy giving awards to goddamn Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, uh, and if you know, if I wasn't mad enough uh, on Sunday night that Bohemian Rhapsody won, I had to wake up on Monday morning and see fucking Brian Singer take a victory lap on Instagram about winning best best fucking picture at the Golden Globes when he was kicked off that project like two weeks into I it. I thought and that I, he was joking. No. Really? And, yeah, and I, I did not realize that he got a directorial credit on that movie. He got the directorial credit on that movie. The, like the primary one? Yes. No, no, like the only one. Wow. It is. It, I looked on. I looked. Well, that uh, I looked at the movies suck so much. They snowmanned the uh, directing. <laughs> yeah. No, it's no. There was another director. Um, it just. I think it, his name is Brian May, and it says uncredited next to his name, which is fucking wild. Uh, let me look it up. It's. Let me see. Yeah. Uh, directed by Brian Singer, and then underneath that, Dexter Fletcher, uncredited. So it just comes up with directed by Brian Singer. Huh. That is the... Fu- uh, if there wasn't enough things that I hated about this movie, it gives a direct- the lone directorial credit to a noted fucking sex predator. Right, that was... Was booted off for being a sex predator two weeks into the movie. Yeah, Insane. Good, good, good project you're all supporting, though. <laughs> really I, like, I, And I don't want to get like too into that aspect of, of like my hate towards this Let's movie. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> But, like, there are so many things to hate, and the fact that I'm seeing this guy feel like he deserves... I, you can say that he doesn't deserve credit for it, but he clearly feels like he's getting credit for uh, for this award. So, it pisses me off. You know what pisses me off? What's that? Men. Oh, yeah. Brian Singer's a man. Brian Singer's a man. Uh, and 66% of men lose their hair by age 35. Come on, guys. Clean it up. By the time you're noticing your hair loss... Guess who else is? Other men and women. Everybody. Ooh, They're shit. They're saying, that guy. <laughs> Gross. Uh, so, if you're starting to notice a little something yourself, don't let everyone make fun of you. Think about a year from now when it's just getting worse. Here's what I'm going to ask you. You want a bald spot to pop up? I don't. You want to do something about it? Sure do. Do you want your hairline to recede? No. You want to do something about yes. it? Yes. Well, don't turn to weird solutions. We're your weird solution for podcasts, but when it comes to hair, don't mess around. Go to a real solution like 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness. Bow, bow. Yeah. I don't for, know why I did for, the blues for, clues. Bow, 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 <laughs> for sexual wellness, but go ahead. That is... Uh, I was going to make a joke that I won't make. Uh, <laughs> thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss, well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. Snake oils? Nah. Gas station counter supplements? Yeah. No, actually, no, it says they, no. No gas station counter supplements. We always mess that one up. Prescription solutions that are backed by science. There's no waiting room. There's no awkward in-person doctor's visit. You save hours by going to 4 
Answer a few quick questions. Doctor will review and prescribe you. Products are shipped directly to your door, so they bring the products to you. Bow. Order now. Brunch listeners get a free trial month month of Hims for just five dollars today. Right now, while supplies last. See website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to forhims.com/brunch. That's f-o-r-h-i-m-s.com/brunch. Forhims.com/brunch. Bam. I uh, just want to say we're getting closer to Oscar season. Obviously, yeah, we're going to be doing those uh, those videos again. We're going to knock out those those nominees. Mm-hmm. Last year we did uh, every best picture category. Mm-hmm. We did videos and stuff and separate episodes. Plan on doing that again this year. Mm-hmm. We were at a, we were doing a mad scramble at the end to to catch up and see all the nominees. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're in pretty good shape this year, to be honest with you. Yeah, There's I mean, I feel like I'm, I've seen things as they've come. So right. And uh, that's always important. You always want to see things as they come. Uh, so see us as we come mm. with you, at you, with some great Oscars content over the next month and a half, two months. Uh, deal. We're going to uh, do a quick little uh, frequently asked questions about this episode. Uh, what's with the sound, you asked? Uh, we are recording this on top of a mountain. Yes, uh, it is our first live episode. Mountain top episode. Yes, our first live episode from the top of the Himalayas. We're not. Don't lie to them. We're, but we are on a mountain. Yes, we are. The little, the little mountain. The we, little mountain that could. The little mountain we call Earth. Uh, we <laughs> saw a lot of movies, all of which were better than Bohemian Rhapsody. So we're going to talk about three movies. We're going to talk about the favorite, Poppins, and Escape Room. Uh, before we jump into any of them, would you agree that all, you liked all of them more than you liked Bohemian Rhapsody? Uh, for sure, two of them. Uh, escape Room, I would say that like for 80% of the time, I was having a better time than I was during Bohemian Rhapsody. None of them made me so mad. And Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody true. made me so mad. I will tell you, one of them one of them made me kind of mad, but... Uh, Which one? Which uh, one are we talking about here? I'll be honest, Mary Poppins. <laughs> really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, there's no way that I was going to get mad for at a escape loop. room. You thought it was going to be escape room? Not yeah. really, because there's no way that I was going to walk out of escape room and be like, that was that was way worse than I expected. I'll tell you what, if you had epilepsy, you would have been <laughs> oh, super Oh, that's mad. true. Yeah. There were uh, warnings as you would, was there a sign? I didn't see any warnings. There was a sign, I went opening morning <laughs> to see <laughs> escape room, and there was a sign, it was like, yo, if you have epilepsy, get the fuck you out. cannot see this movie. <laughs> and I was like... How uh, bad could it can be? Can I buy... I want to buy five more tickets. Like, what could this... What, what does this mean? Uh, what do you want to... So let's start with Escape Room. Yeah, let's do it. Escape uh, Room's... Escape Room is... Uh, it's basically every sequel of Saw you've seen. It's like a... Everyone's got to get out alive. Yeah. And it's like a... It's a house of horrors kind of Guess movie. what it is. It's if Saw and the Belko Experiment got together and had a nice bang sesh. A lot of Belko Experiment vibes yes. to it as well. Um... So, one scene in, the movie starts with uh, someone escaping, uh, trying to escape a trap that is, uh, the room is closing in, and mm. it's going to crush him to death. Literally, uh, I think that's Saw 4. So, I wrote down, one scene in, I wrote, okay, so it's they Saw. They literally stole the first room uh, from Saw. Ten minutes in, they start getting these kind of quirky invites to, like, this uh, thing. So, ten minutes in. It's Would You Rather. Yep. <laughs> I did think of that. All of my notes, I kept writing down, like, okay, so it's this bad movie we've seen. It's this bad movie we've seen. Uh, I'm pretty sure that they did reuse certain Saw sets. Like, there was, there was a part where they're, uh, you know, when they all get their medical records or whatever, or they see that they, yes, they yeah, find yeah. out that they're, a, yeah. they're all lone survivors. That is, like, where Saw 3 takes place. I'm almost sure of it. Where they have John Kramer in a hospital bed and... Uh, they're trying to tend to him. It's, yeah. Uh, well, but overall, what, oh, so somebody says, uh, surviving is a choice. Make yours. Is that Saw paraphrase? <laughs> yeah, that's No, true. Saw is, uh, live or die, make your choice. So, surviving is a choice, make yours. That is very close. So, that is such a paraphrase. <laughs> that is, I copied your homework, but I made it different enough that we won't get caught. Yes, it's exactly. like, come right. on, man. Yeah, like, who is possibly going <laughs> yeah. to, uh, to, to bust us? Thoughts on the film? Uh, I will say it, it started, and I was uh, very worried right off the bat. As soon as the first scene happened, it was just the guy in the, in the room talking to himself and mm-hmm. sort of explaining shit, and I was like, ooh, this dude is a terrible actor, and this is not going to go well. Uh, but you know who that actor is? No, he's uh, 
What's he? Uh, <laughs> me neither. He's a uh, bootleg. No, he's, he's in... Oh, he... Shit. He's either in Halloween or he's, he's in, in Love, Simon, uh, Love Simon. Yeah, he's Love yeah, Simon. He's the bad guy Is in he? Love, Simon, who's constantly threatening to out Simon. But he's also the son in Would You Rather. He's the no son way. of the guy who has everybody there. Who has like he's the the son of the, the the ringleader of the whole experiment? Interesting. He was also in fucking The Walking Dead, so definitely hate really? that kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I yeah. like him. <laughs> so I mean, I was definitely worried off the bat. I gotta say, this movie like held my attention and had me on the edge of my seat for like a good portion of it. I for sure know that it's it's not a good movie. I would say it held my attention the whole way. Yeah, but I mean, like I was. I was not, like, mocking it right, until right. the last 15 to 20% of it. It really went off the rails at the end. It did uh, the Belko experiment move. Yeah, exactly. Which is, like, uh, so th- th- these people are in this escape room thing, and uh, we'd be remiss if we haven't mentioned Jay Ellis yet, but uh, Jay Ellis is one of the people. That kid is one of the people. Bootleg, the kid from uh, Grand Budapest Hotel, yeah. is one of those people. Um <laughs> Can we do bootlegs with kids? <laughs> yeah. But bootleg the kid from uh, Grand Budapest Hotel is in it. And uh, there, it's the stakes are higher than you think, and people are dying, and blah, blah. It's, it's again, it's every Saw sequel that's like a, a, horror, a house of horrors that you've ever seen. But it did the thing that the Belko experiment did, which was. At the end, when the person gets out, it turns out it's way bigger than they thought, yeah. and it just, like, presents this whole new fucking big thing. They, like, over-explain it. They got, like, too ambitious with the, the explanation of yeah. why this is happening. Nobody really cares about that. Right, we just want to see who got out. Yeah, and, like, I think Saw really kind of did that in the best way possible. Yes. Where it was, like, the ending was, like, oh, it was just, it was that guy. Yes. He did it. <laughs> right. So, and it was, like, oh, cool. Right, and, it's, and it was never really about uh, like trying to figure out the plot yeah, or like anything. the system. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, very similar to the Belko experiment. Uh, the, and even even in, in the sense that, like, I, I don't think we're going to... Nobody's going to be pissed if we spoil this, but, like, at the end, when they just go into this room and there's, like, a bunch of cameras and there's, like, one guy, like, watching everything. Belko experiment. Exactly That's the, the same. Experiment. Exactly the same thing. In a warehouse by himself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it was like, sit down, let's have a chat about this. And it's like, this is exactly the Belko experiment. My big, fat, would you rather live or die, make your choice experiment. <laughs> yes. Wait. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. I got would you rather. Uh, and... I think my big, one of my biggest complaints about he about this movie uh, was that they took too long to get to the like the oh shit this is real sort of uh, realization yeah in the uh, the escape room like they almost die like three or four times before uh, before like they actually are like okay this is actually happening they had to literally watch somebody die well the uh, the first uh, like ooh they almost died thing would have killed all of them. So Which one? Uh, the the whole the room, room explodes. Yes, yeah. the whole room. Yeah. So like their first little like hint that uh, this might be real is it's the like, entire room explodes. Yes. So and fortunately they all get out. But like if they had not figured that out, then what's this movie? <laughs> and like not and not got out by a good good margin. Oh, the kid hair their dick. The, yeah. One of the kids literally like his foot caught on fire. That's how close he was to die. Who's the last one that gets out? Is it bootleg uh, uh, Grand Budapest Hotel yeah, kid? Yeah. Yeah. Uh he's also in Dope. Bootleg uh, Dope kid. Really? Have you ever seen Dope? I've seen Dope. Dope is amazing. Dope is pretty great. Amazing. Uh shouts out Stacy from The Wood. Um yeah, uh, also uh, rest in peace bootleg kid from uh from Grand Budapest Hotel. He's the only character in it that knows anything about escape rooms. He's like a professional escape room player, and he's for sure the first that dies. Yeah. <laughs> he's the only one who knows funny. how to do these things, and they just kill him the first second that they get. Uh, I'm pretty sure that kid is not in Dope, uh, because I'm on his page right now, and it's just like five movies, and they're all terrible. Wait. Uh, he's in a movie. No, the, no, the... The, 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 Grand Budapest, the Grand Budapest Hotel kid is in dope. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, I'm on his page right now. No, you're not, because you says escape room. Yes, exactly. Wait, that's the... Yeah, that's the kid. So this is the kid, That's the Grand, and this is the movies that he's in. Yeah, that's, that is not the Grand Budapest Hotel kid. 
I know. That's bootleg. Oh, oh okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm okay, saying Grand okay. Budapest Hotel kid is okay. in both Grand Budapest okay. Hotel, dope, I got and you. for I got sure you. not escape room. But this, that, you might have been thinking of bootleg Grand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> yes, bootleg uh, Grand Budapest Hotel kid is in nothing. Is, is also in uh, bootleg Taken, uh, and it's called Tooken. I did see that in his credits. <laughs> yeah. I, I, isn't uh, there was, what, what was the, the Amy Schumer Goldie Hawn movie? Oh, no. Uh, that was supposed to be called Tooken, I think. Really? Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I forget. I didn't see that movie. So well, let's move on. Nobody saw that movie. Um, yeah. Uh, what do we think of JL's character? He JL's plays an asshole. Yeah. And he plays like a real bro. And I think that I've been mocking bros for so long. He makes bros when look I good, see man. an actual bro, yeah, maybe it's just because he's so <laughs> handsome. So he's like a douchey bro. The kid asks, uh, the Grand Buda, Buda, like Grand Budapest Hotel kid asks... Uh, because he, his thumbs are messed up, he says, are you still able to play video games? And Jay Ellis says, no, I just have sex with women instead. <laughs> Great Total dude, No, no. So, like, if I heard an actual person say that, I'd be like, oh, my yeah, God, you don't no, have sex with women, you yeah, fucking loser. No shit, but, like, when, but, it, when it comes out of Jay Ellis' mouth, you're like, yeah, I was like, man, that guy's cool. I bet he does have sex with women. Yeah, yeah and uh, I give credit to the movie because they could have easily, so easily cast, like, the most douchebag Wall Street looking kid right. ever, uh, because that's basically what well, Jay Ellis' character right. was. He is like, well, like his posture is just like he, he just carries himself. He like is like a, a silver spoon Wall Street exactly. douchebag, uh, like straight off the set of uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Mm. And if they put if they if they had went like the easy route there and mm. put that put like just like any sort of like white. Like a pudgy bag. white kid? Yes. Yeah. It would have made the movie so much less enjoyable because I would have just been like, oh my god, f- fuck this Well, that's because those, those, well, like your typical Wall Street bro is like he's only handsome because he's wearing a suit. A suit he's yeah. like an out of shape, honestly, yeah. kind of got my type of body. Yeah. Like just like a, a, a little, like baby fat. Jay Ellis. Like the like, layers hide it. Yeah. yeah. I uh, was I was talking the other day about, you know, Jay Ellis uh, interned for the Trailblazers. Really? And it was like during the Jailblazers day. Okay. Uh, days. I think it's so hilarious. Like, how did people walk around there, like the, the Trailblazers offices or whatever, not being like, hey, so not to be weird, but like, our intern is fucking beautiful, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, great move by the movie, not only to cast Jalus in that role to make him uh, tolerable and make the character kind of enjoyable. Uh, well, he plays a murderer, but... Yeah, but I use an enjoyable character. You don't have to be a good guy to be enjoyable in movies. Uh, and uh, great move to make the first room super fucking hot so that all the people just take their clothes off. Sweat them out. <laughs> yes. Sweat them out. So uh, that is just a classic horror movie move uh, to... To just make them take their clothes off as early in the movie as possible. Uh, did you understand how the uh, main character survived? No, absolutely right. not. So like the opening scene. So there's so in the third to last room. So one person dies with each uh, thing, which is very convenient. One person dies. Wait, actually, I gotta say, like the two, there are two surviving characters. I don't understand how either of them survived. Well, when one of them survives, so one of them secretly survives, and one of them kind of overtly survives. Yeah. And when the guy gets to the Belko experiment stage of it, the person comes out and is like, "Yo." You were expected to die first. You were supposed to suck at this. And from watching you, you did suck at it. No clue how you survived. Yeah. So the guy almost dies ten times. Then a guy comes out and is super mean to him. And is like, hey, you sucked at that, by the way. <laughs> um, but uh, the main character, who's an actual smart person, uh, she survives by... Uh, she She's throwing a fit. And she's acting like she's like having a, a breakdown. But what she's really doing is she's smashing all the cameras in there. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, she dies because there's poison and she dies and they show the other people get out. They pass on, they, they make it to the next room and there's a little, like a cable, like a something, maybe it has oxygen or something. I think that was what it's within her reach, but she's passed out and foaming at the mouth. And it's like, well, you didn't get to that. You died. Yeah, they just didn't show. And then that. just later, she has a gun and she's killing the bad guys. You know what it is? It's um, it's the the uh, what's it called? The Mummy. Remember how the I guys? Don't. No, I know. Me neither. I never saw the movie, but the Lights Camera Podcast guys told us that just in that movie, they show off screen. There's just a character that's brought back to life. Hell yeah! And so that's basically what happened in this movie. Could have you know what? It could have been a twin. 
That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you can't rule it out. Um, but let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the traps. Ooh. Because what was your favorite trap? Uh, the Gimme Simone music video. What's that? Uh, the music video for Busta Rhymes hit Gimme Simone is like a lot of swirling, so, like black yeah, and white, the, uh, and like yeah. the faces are like really big and like huge teeth and everything. That's so the one point of the, where the movie just really one went of the off traps the rails. is like they just like fuck them up on drugs. Yeah. They get really high, and it's like you have to. What is it? You have to give yourself the, the antidote. The antidote, uh, and there's only one. But you're really fucked up, so it's hard to get. So they're fighting over it. They admit to some things, maybe some unfavorable things. Jay Ellis mainly admits that he's a murderer. Uh, but he gets his because he dies like three seconds later. Yes. Uh, I was I was thinking during that scene it would have been way cooler if the antidote was actually like poison. And Jay Ellis got it and wrestled it away, stabbed himself, and he was killed. That's a big Saw move. That is, that's, yeah. They do that in Saw it's a like lot, a, where, like, if you're selfish and you go for the yeah. antidote, then, well, it turns out that's a that's poisonous. Yeah, that would have been... It's one thing that they should have copied from Saw that they didn't. Saw 2, there's a... Uh, there's... What is it? There's a key, or there's an antidote, or something, and it's in an oven, and you got to get in and grab it. And, of course, getting in and grabbing it uh, like shuts the door and turns the oven on. Yeah. Don't be so selfish next time. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe think about that. Uh, so I think my favorite, my, I think my favorite escape room was the, uh, was the bar, the upside down bar. That, that was, was kind of That was a cool scene. Yeah. yeah. That was like a, that was, I hadn't seen that anywhere before, which is a rare thing in this movie because right. they take it yes. from everywhere. Uh, yeah. I think that was my, my favorite one. The, the, the floor falling out was crazy. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, it's not like the, just everything in this movie was very familiar and hackneyed and or stolen, but it was still like j- just like for what that movie is, like you were saying at the beginning, it wasn't going to be an amazing movie and hopefully it wasn't going to be a terrible movie. It was a, it was a perfectly fine yes. uh, like thriller uh like if you, if you like those kinds of movies, you are going to probably like that movie. Right. It's like a it's like a hate watchable movie, yes. but it's not that terrible. No. Uh, you could have had Blumhouse in the name. Yes. Uh, Stamp. Stamp. Uh, uh, I guess familiar. Familiar is a yeah. really really good one. Um, I will say uh, survivable. Yeah. That's a pretty good, uh, you see what I That's did there? A, well, the, the movie uh, review things, the uh, like newspapers, Yeah, that's what it would be. It would be like, tough to survive escape room. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. and I will say it is a survivable movie. I, I would be remiss not, not to mention the fact that uh, before this movie started, the screen wasn't working in nice. the theater I was at, and a man, liter- a man literally brought a baby to this to the showing, a, a literal baby, not like a not like a four year old, mm. a baby, which is a wild move. I don't hate that move theater. because if it's a baby, like you don't bring a toddler to that movie, but if you bring a baby, it's not going to get scarred by it. It's or not anything. going to impact that thing at all. But if I have a baby, I'm going to bring that thing everywhere. It's, yeah, it's once you have a toddler that the real problems. Start. But what if the baby starts crying? Then, then it's you no leave. different than an old person. In <laughs> That's true. It's like, I guess worst like it, case, it's like going with an old person. I, I'm cool with it if like the if the person is willing to remove themselves from the setting. Like if your baby starts yes, crying, leave you get the, the baby, but you've got to leave, <laughs> you have to leave. That's <laughs> asshole tax on you for bringing it. The baby, it's not the baby's fault. You leave the baby, and <laughs> that's it. Okay, uh, what do we want next? The favorite or Poppins? Uh, let's do Poppins. Uh, but I, first, let's talk about some life insurance Neat. because life insurance is a deeply unfound topic, but it's necessary. Most people don't like thinking about dying. We do. You know that. Uh, and they definitely don't like thinking about insurance. But having life insurance feels great and you can get that peace of mind without it being complicated. So to do that, go to Policy Genius because Policy Genius is the easy way to get life insurance. In minutes, you can compare quotes from top insurers to find coverage that you need at a price that you can afford. From there, you can apply online, and the unbiased advisors at Policy Genius will handle all the red tape, leaving you free to do the things that you actually enjoy. And Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy. Whether you're shopping for disability insurance to protect your income, homeowners insurance, or auto insurance, they can help you get covered fast. So 
here's your call to action. If you've been intimidated or frustrated by insurance in the past, give Policy Genius a try. Just go to policygenius.com to get your quotes and apply in minutes. You can do the whole thing on your phone right now. That's policygenius.com, the easy way to compare and buy life insurance. Yeah, let's do Mary Poppins, or more specifically, Mary Poppins, here we go again. Yes, uh, I my the first thing I'll say about Mary Poppins is it or Mary Poppins here we go again. It really assumes You've you seen are Mary up Poppins. To date. Yes. Like you are you are off book on Mary Poppins. And <laughs> like the first two minutes of the movie, it's like you see Mary Poppins. Okay, right. All right, let's go. And you're like, but when they're like, you've seen Mary Poppins, right? You're like, yeah, like, yeah, of course. Like, like, 15 years right. ago. Like, yeah, I think I got this. And they're like, okay. And there's like just motifs and just all sorts of stuff that they're throwing right at you. There's no like and last time on Mary Poppins. <laughs> exactly. Really could have used a last time on Mary Poppins. It starts off with Lynn Manuel Miranda. Manuel or Manuel? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Lynn Manny Miranda. Uh, yeah. Lynn Manny Miranda is singing this, <laughs> this song about. Uh, London, and it's a lot about London, and uh, he's singing it, and I was just kind of, I was like smiling, <laughs> like looking like an idiot, looking around like, anybody is else this lost? A, is this a ref, right, like they, they, they've immediately lost me, what is, I don't know who this guy, like are we supposed to know who he is, he is crazy about London, which I feel like a, a lot of people are, whatever. This guy only has two interests, it's yeah. London and Mary Poppins. So that's the thing, let's just jump right in, Okay. He, I owe Lynn many Miranda an apology because I don't know if we said it on the podcast, but we were saying going into Mary Poppins that this is just going to be two hours of Lynn Manny Miranda sucking his own dick because that's all he ever does. And no, wrong, such Mary Poppins dick sucking the entire on Mary time. Poppins like crazy the whole time. That guy is fucking obsessed with Mary Poppins, which I don't necessarily blame him because this is a world in which. Everyone is obsessed with Mary Poppins. Yeah. None more so than this guy, though. <laughs> this guy is just... He can't stop thinking about Mary Poppins. He's always walking around watching kids, and then once Mary Poppins comes into the mix, oh boy, it's all over for him. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he really only cares about two things. Mary Poppins in London, and like maybe to be uh, the other woman that lives in Mary Poppins' house. Yeah, shouts out... Right, shouts out... Um, uh, Phoebe from 30 Rock, a.k.a. Mac from the newsroom. I'm not sure if, what else uh, we may have seen her in, but shouts out to her. She's in it, and she's great. Shout out to uh, Real Life Paddington, who is her brother. Really? Yeah, that guy. That guy is Real Life Paddington? That guy is Real Life Randy? Yeah. Yeah. Wow! Bootleg Randy is real life Paddington. He also won a Golden Globe over the weekend. We can be happy about that one. He did. Yes. So like that's a, so. What does it mean if your if the bootleg version of yourself wins something? <laughs> that's true. Uh, uh, yeah. So that guy is in Mary Poppins. This that year. means that Randy he, gets a bootleg Golden Globe because that's true. His bootleg counterpart. Yes, his bootleg counterpart won a Golden Globe. Shout out to that guy who is Sorry, Randy. It doesn't count even if it was a real Golden Globe. <laughs> Shout out to that guy who's in Paddington, Mary Poppins, and something called like the English Scandal this year. Ooh. All in this year. It's got to be the most British year of all time. Hmm. Uh, this is a, a very interesting movie. Uh, bootleg uh, Randy, I think... Oh, he... As we find out, I guess, or as we were supposed to know the whole time, he used to fuck with Mary Poppins when he was a kid. She was his Nanny. nanny. Uh, and now he's got uh, a dead wife, and he's got his kids that he lives with. They're they're living with him, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they moved back in after his wife died. As is his sister. As is that some Rosie lady from Rosie. Is her name from mm. a lot of Mamma Mia characters are in this. Yes, uh, Rosie from Mamma Mia is their uh, is their maid. And she go in in a like one and a half year span. She's like young and hot and smooch and Stellan Skarsgård. And then in this, she's they just make her a mess. So 
She hates the kids. She hates everything. Uh, she hates bootleg Randy. Quite frankly, I hated bootleg Randy right off the bat. I thought he was fine. He needs to find some very important paper uh, in order to yeah. save his house. And instead, he goes up in the attic and starts singing about his dead wife. <laughs> and then he goes back down, like having not searched for the thing, and is like, "Well, I'm done with the song." <laughs> So what more do you want from me? Right. Uh, the now, song didn't save my house. I'm done here. Now, he needs to get this paper to save his house because, uh, what's his face? It was my man, uh, Colin Firth, is a bad guy who wants to seize the house. That guy wants nothing more than to get that house. Half of the scenes are people saying, like, hey, well, actually, they should keep the house for this reason. And he's like, but I really want that house. So <laughs> You are not going to be able to talk me out of taking this house. He is hell-bent on getting that house. One of my notes, the bank, in all caps, really wants that house. <laughs> uh, and then my next note is, wait, I don't fucking remember Mary Poppins 1. Uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember the last time that I saw Mary Poppins 1. I remember zero, zero things from Mary Poppins. Yeah, so Mary Poppins comes to help them, supposedly, and she is so mean, but everyone is just constantly happy to be around her. They only refer to her as Mary Poppins. No one ever calls her Mary. No one ever calls her Ms. Poppins or Mrs. Poppins. Maybe he's maybe she has a dead husband who is up with bootleg Randy's dead wife in heaven looking down. She comes from a kite. Uh, uh, an umbrella. An umbrella, yeah. She comes. Oh, no, yeah, that I knew. But yeah. no, they're flying a kite, and then that's true. She kind of latches on and comes yeah. down. I don't know what the point of that was. You can fly on your umbrella, lady. Yeah, and yeah, I'll, you could fly on a lot of things. Watch Hocus Pocus for me <laughs> one time. Uh, yeah, I, I had no problems with with Mary Poppins. Uh, I didn't think that she was mean. I thought that she was sassy. No, right off the bat, she's like rude. She, well, I like that. There were well, yes, well because it's Emily Blunt and she's lovely. Was Mary Poppins rude in the first one? I don't remember at all. No clue. I don't remember <laughs> a thing about. It. I don't know who played Mary Poppins. Uh, there's a scene where they go to uh, visit Meryl Streep. The entire cast of Mamiya is in this movie. They go to visit Meryl Streep uh, to have something fixed, and they go. She they go visit her at her shop, and she sings a big song about how it's uh, the second Wednesday of the month. And she can't fix things on the second Wednesday of the month because everything gets upside down. Whatever she does, escape room, it, right? Whatever, <laughs> whatever she does, she messes it up. Hey, uh, maybe close the shop on that day. Then why were you at work for people to come visit you? You're only there to like sing a song about how you're totally useless to these people. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I thought that that was like a very unnecessary scene. Uh, completely unnecessary in in the, in the grand scheme of that movie. It was basically just shoehorning Meryl Streep into the movie. Yeah, and uh, honestly, I thought that there was there was like a, several musical numbers that served no real purpose to the movie. Oh yeah, but the, like the pee times for this movie are anytime <laughs> anytime someone starts to talk a little musically within <laughs> eight minutes, they're gonna be picking it up to maybe kind of singing. And then 43 minutes later, they're going to be in the middle of that song. They really took forever to get in the other uh, song. The animated scene was, like, very, very long, but yeah. that was contained, like, a couple of the best songs in that in I the would movie. I would have been... I would like to see that on whatever uh, drug they gave them in Escape Room, like, <laughs> yeah. where it's all trippy. They're all... I thought that was very cool. Uh, yeah, because I, I, I The one thing that I remember from Mary Poppins is that uh, they go into a painting. Mm-hmm. And Don't remember. Yeah, so I guess they go into a painting in Mary Poppins, uh, and in this one they go into a bowl. Hmm. And so like they, they had like a similar but not exactly the same sort of deal. And I thought that was very cool. Yeah, and they tell them, uh, whatever you do, don't go to the edge of the bowl. Uh, they go to the edge of the bowl, they fall off, and they're fine. <laughs> no real stakes. There, there, there were yeah, there, there were just to- it was total bumper lanes this entire movie for those for those like the, the biggest stake in the biggest stakes in this movie was like hey maybe they take this guy's house and he has to go live with his sister who offered mm-hmm. to let him stay like it, this kid this yeah. guy wasn't going to be homeless right I'll tell you uh, who I do like in this movie uh, the Learys who's that it's uh, just uh, Lynn Manny Miranda. And a bunch of people exactly ah. like him. They do pole dancing on light poles, and uh, they seemingly just ride around town with ladders. Yeah, turning on and off lights, turning things on and off. Uh, if you need something that requires a ladder, they are begging to help you out. <laughs> uh, they just sing a lot. They tap their feet a lot. 
that I could that I could do. So it was like very late in the movie, and I was like, okay, now we're talking. Now these guys I like. Uh, they hype up balloons big time in this movie. When did, oh yeah, at the, very, the, end, the very end. There's yes. balloons, and if you get a balloon, it's you can do whatever you want. If you with a balloon in your hand, you are someone can shoot you, and you're like the it's like the mask. You just <laughs> yeah. you'll just regenerate. You'll be completely fine. Uh, they do cancel Colin Firth's character. Uh, they could have given him a redemption arc, which would have been problematic, but they cancel him. They give him a balloon that, what does it do? It doesn't work or something. Uh, he, he's like not, he doesn't have enough youthful spirit or something like that. Right. That his balloon won't float. Right. So they cancel him, yes. which is also problematic. So, uh, not, didn't, wasn't crazy about how they handle Colin Firth. I don't know what the option was because again, you can't give someone a redemption arc. And you can't cancel somebody, so uh, it was tough times to be making this movie, I guess, for Mary Poppins. Uh, they brought back Dick Van Dyke for a scene at the end. Really? And, yeah, he does some dancing. Uh, mm-hmm. He's the old guy. I may have been gone by that. I, I really, <laughs> that movie ended, it was like... <laughs> no, he, you were around for the balloon scene, mm-hmm. so this one happened before. He was the, oh, he was the uh, Colin Firth's dad or, or uncle or whatever. Who oh, yeah. comes in and does the dance on the yeah. desk? Oh yeah, he was great. And Colin Firth is telling everybody like, "Hey, don't listen to him. He's yes. got Alzheimer's or something." <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I I really liked. I, I wouldn't say I really liked it. I thought that it was cute. It's a pretty cute movie. Yes. It's a pretty cute movie. Okay, it was uh, enjoyable. Okay, what's your stamp? My stamp is. Uh, I don't know. I gotta think on it. What do you got? I wasn't in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would say I, uh, uh, I I wish I saw the original. Hmm. I think that's a, that's a good stamp that I can come away with. Uh, or maybe you should make a clearly a sequel. <laughs> clearly a sequel. Yes, that's a that's a good review. Okay, and lastly, uh, let's go to get. We're going to do an actual real good movie. Uh, something that you love the movie. I love the movie. Randy loved the movie. Uh, the favorite. Everybody seems to be loving this movie. It seems to be a favorite. A favorite. It's with it no is, you. I'll we're say jumping in right now. No, but uh, the band Chicago uh, did the song "Color My World" and they threw a U in there, and it was really cool. Uh, it's my favorite of what will probably be nominated for Best Picture. I still don't necessarily have a grasp on what's going to be nominated for Best Picture. Me neither. I feel but, like it's going to be like half movies that I uh, I'm going to have to see because right. I just like missed them. But it's one that if it won Best Picture, I'd be cool with that. And I feel like last year, maybe I had a tough time finding movies that I was like, hell yeah, I hope this wins. Actually, that's not true. I really wanted uh, Phantom Thread to win. I want to Get Out to win. Um, yeah, I would have been cool with Get Out. I would have been cool with Phantom Thread. I was cool with Shape of Water. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, this, is, uh, this is for sure, I think, at the top of my list. Um, and I was just like... And I think the a big reason why I loved it so much is because I went in expecting to hate it, and and because it has that like when I saw the when I saw the preview for it, I was with you the first time that I saw the preview. I forget what movie we went to see because we don't go to see movies together very often, but we were there together. Uh, oh, that's the preview right. Came on, and I I did I, a little gesture. I immediately turned to you and I said, "Fuck that!" Right. Movie. I think <laughs> we did one, uh, some of these. Yeah. Some the of the throat the, slash. Right. The uh, the. Uh, the nah, Jonah bro. Hill, the Jonah Hill, and the <laughs> yeah. uh, in the the stands thing. Yeah. Nah, uh, bro. Uh, all I knew about it was that uh, Emma Stone was in it. All I knew was that it w- was like in colonial England or mm-hmm. whatever, and that they wore those I still fancy fancy dresses and stuff like that. I don't even know if it's colonial England. It's just like it's I could not have told you what time it was. Said. <laughs> Seemingly, it was English. Uh, yes. I uh, put out there after that I loved it, but like Michael Scott, when he's talking about The Wire, when he's all excited to be watching The Wire, I don't understand a word of it. It was <laughs> like I, I got what they were saying the whole time, but I just didn't understand uh, like the lingo. The, the, no, the uh, like the setting. I just okay. had no concept of <laughs> of the the setting, but uh, it's. It was a. It's a very Wes Anderson kind of movie. Yeah. So that's what I was. That, that's what kind of caught me off guard. It, yeah. it has like this very proper sort Whimsical. of. Yeah, but like it presents itself, um, or at least it presented itself in the preview. I think I was turned off as soon as I saw like the the 
the old style mm. sort of um, like setting, the yeah. period piece of it. I thought that a lot of those movies tend to be very proper and very like uppity. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, uppity. Um, so I went in expecting to hate it, but man, if this movie does not have like everything that you could want it, it's it's got really funny points yeah it's got uh it doesn't take itself too seriously which was the, the thing that caught me most off guard mm-hmm. um it's, it's cutting it's very cutting it has it's dry at points it's uh got a lot of drama mm-hmm. the, the performances are unbelievable all three of them rock yes. the house unbelievable for performances and i would say even the guys oh. did really really well uh the two the few male characters were great yeah, uh, there was a duck in there that killed it. Yeah, a lot of ducks. Yes, uh, they. So when I said off the beginning that this is going to be a big year for uh, best actress, like you could have three of them so, in, from that movie alone, right? So uh, I don't know what any of their names are. Uh, I know what Emma Stone's name is. <laughs> she, I think, should be up for best actress. The Queen should be up for however they interpret it, either best actress or best supporting actress. I know at the Golden Globes. Uh, it was Best, Best Actress. Actress, but the Golden Globes has no idea what it's talking about. <laughs> uh, and then the other, the other woman, and I know that that all three of them are are big actors. Uh, they were all they were all great. Yeah, uh, the performances were super super strong. Um, and so, like, I th- at what point were you like, okay, I'm f- very sold on this movie? Uh, it was, it was. I think it was like, the second. Uh, Act or whatever it would be because there's like a, it acts, there's like yeah. a bunch of different acts and uh, I think early on in the second act or something there was just like a it was shot really cool there were some really cool like yeah the visuals low, were great. like ground level kind of close ups on things and I just remember thinking like all right so this is this is at least uh, interesting to watch and I was already quite smitten with the score. And once, yeah, the score is great. Yeah, and I saw I saw a couple people like on Twitter complaining about the score. Oh yeah, someone tweeted at me. They were like, "Oh, I'm surprised that you were able to make it through that score." I was like, "What?" I was like, "The score definitely added to that movie yeah. and the enjoyment of that movie." Uh, and there were a lot of very cool shots. Uh, one thing that I noticed that they did a lot was sort of like a I don't even know what that you would call it, but it was like a 3D rotational sort yeah. of. Um, thing where the camera just like swings around. Oh yeah, it, it doesn't do a cut. It swings around to see like the opposite end of the room, and yeah. I thought that was cool. It's called the Birdman. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I. I mean, this is. It's got to be up there for me in terms of like. I, I would say it's one of my favorite movies of the year, and it's and it's one of the best movies of the year. It kind of hits both notes for me, um, and it it definitely has. Uh, best picture buzz, like n- no doubt. If it's not in the if it's not in the list uh, of like um, for for the Oscar best picture, like this is not a big prestige movie year. Yeah, that's it's got to be in there. Well, I hope so. We haven't seen the, uh, and I really don't want to see it. What's the other one? What's the one with uh, Sir Ronan and uh, Mary Queen Scots? Uh, yeah, I love Sir Ronan. But I need like a break from Sir Ronan movies. If this is if this is the Sir Ronan movie, I have to watch this year. Like I, I, I can't do multiple like Elizabethan movies this year. Yeah, and I, I think did the favorite, and, and that I think, was awesome. And I think that that one's going. I think the Mary Queen of Scots is going to be what I thought the favorite was going to be. Right, some boring ass like, like its own ass Darkest Hour theater. Shit. Yeah. yeah, oh, Darkest Hour was the worst. Darkest. Uh, Remy Malek winning and uh, Bohemian Rhapsody winning is the angriest I've been with an award since uh, Greta Van Fleet was nominated for a Grammy and friggin' Gary Oldman won. And, Disgusting. Uh, I think that I think we got to put uh, a cap of like people pretending to be or like biopic people. Right, like, one a year. Ooh, Just put one of, one of them in. They made you look like this person, so it was really good. If that's the case, then you know when movie wins every award this year. What? Mission Impossible 2. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Remy Malik should be automatically disqualified from Oscar contention, uh, best actor contention, because he was not even close to being the best, I'm going to pretend to be this guy of the year, because that is Christian Bale in Vice. 
Oh, I was going to say uh, bootleg Richard Jenkins for <laughs> pretending to be Richard Jenkins yes, in Halloween. Yeah. That's pretty good. No, uh, yeah. Christian Bale fucking killed in Vice, and so that should automatically disqualify Brandon Malick in my mind. Uh, but so uh, you- in, in this movie, the, the moment that I think I was completely won over was the, uh, the dancing scene. The oh, dancing yeah. scene where the guy just like starts doing like the Hilarious. most insane dance. Yeah. I was like, fuck yeah. Right. This movie is in on the joke. Like, oh, or definitely. it's not even like in on the joke. It is creating the joke. There were many wink and winks and nods throughout the movie. And uh, for people that were like supposed to be very, very proper, obviously kind of behind the scenes, uh, nobody is as proper as that. Yeah. So, like, the, the little side line, there's, there's a line about a tongue that uh, got big laughs from the theater, myself included. Uh, they're, they're talking about uh, oh, Emma yes. Stone, and the queen says something about a tongue, and I, it may have even gotten, like, a fall back and, <laughs> and clap, kind of whoop, there it is, kind of laugh, but, yeah, great, great movie. I want any of these people to to win or just be nominated. I still think that Melissa McCarthy was like held up a movie kind of on her own. Not that that's not true because the other guy was really good. Yeah. I think that I think that I'm going to be pretty obnoxious about the favorite as things happen in the past, in the next couple of months just because I don't want people to fall victim to like the way that I approached the movie. It, it, where like I would have for sure not have seen this movie had it had it not been for the podcast and it hadn't had it not been for like we gotta knock everything out that's going to get Oscar oh, yeah. I wouldn't have gone to see that movie. And so I am going to like plead with people who enjoy movies to give that movie a shot even if you don't want to see even if you think that you don't want to see it. Because th- it is absolutely one of the best movies of the year, if not the best. Uh what would uh you what? What's your stamp for it, man? Uh, I'm going to say a powerhouse. Uh, it's mine is uh, amazing, and I'm not just saying that because I feel like there yeah, needs to be the qualified because like someone sees that and someone can, people can say, hey, the favorite's amazing, and you look at the trailer, and you're like, yeah, but that's not the type of movie that I would like. Right. Well, shut up. That's, what I'm, that's exactly like what I'm saying. Like, yeah. this is the kind of movie that people say uh, it's amazing because they feel like they have to say that it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and there are a lot of movies like that. And I... And, and we've been accused of that, by the way. Like, we've been accused of being... Of just, like, following... Oh, really? We've been accused of that, and we've been accused of being uh, contrarians Ooh. just for the sake of it to be, to like to get attention and stuff. I think oh, that yeah, I yeah. think that we are very players. I think that we are very very honest with ourselves and with everybody uh, that listens. We don't care like what the ratings are and stuff yeah. like that. This is one of the best movies of the year. I will uh, I will go to war for that, mm. uh, and I don't think that many people will challenge me on it if they actually go see this movie uh, and. I just I think that that uh, there are movies that 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 convince people to say that they love them because they think that they should, and everybody else is saying that. I'll tell you one movie that I don't get uh, or don't fully get is Roma. Like that, I watched that movie this week, and that's getting like a ton of uh, best picture buzz. There's a, a lot of like technical aspects that I really really liked about it, but I'm telling you. Don't really get it. Uh, well, everyone's was not saying that, to that it's really good, so I actually loved it. Yeah.
I got my brand new C-Con 